0: Are you in one of the unhappiest states in the USA? We're gonna talk about that. Also, Pop's Biggest Night gets a documentary on Netflix. I was there. And is your city and your entertainment options just pricing you right out? Mm -hmm. Oh yes, child.
1: Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service.
0: It is the Cast. I am Carell. Happy Wednesday, the last Wednesday in January. Ain't that something? Uh, The year is just flying by, ain't it? Get out the Christmas ornaments, honey. Uh, All right. What makes you happy? More importantly, what makes a state happy? Well, it's your access to mental health. It is your ability to pay for your life. Finance causes a lot of stress. It's your health and your access to good food uh, and places to exercise. All of these things make a state happy or unhappy and the people that live there. Well, there's been two different surveys out to name the 10 unhappiest states in the United States. And one thing the survey did not take into consideration, and it's a glaring just thing right in the face. uh, I'm going to take into consideration. We're going to talk about that. Also, uh, Pop's Biggest Night uh, has a documentary on Netflix. I was there. I'll tell you what really went on. Uh, And are our cities, including yours, if you live in the Bay Area, Los Angeles, Seattle, Las Vegas, New York, any large city, are they literally pricing you out of your own city? We're going to talk about that. But let's start talking about happiness. I talked about it on Monday's show and how hard it is in today's world to be happy. Uh, And I've been going through some unhappiness for, for good reasons. I have some really great projects I want to do, and the only thing standing in the way of me and them is money. And it seems like there's a lot of money out there these days. Social media people are literally making twenty and $30,000 a month. Uh, and so there is money, and companies are, are paying influencers to do things. And I want to do a show about being a vegan in Vegas, and so I know that there's money out there for that. I just don't know where to look for it. Uh, So we're going to talk a little bit about happiness today because I think it's possibly the most important topic any talk show host can talk about. And I think that everything a talk show host talks about plays into happiness when they're talking about politics. They're really talking about happiness. Are you happy with your government? Are you happy with your elected officials? Are you happy with the media and the news and the way that they are bringing you uh, these topics? So I really believe that happiness is at the core of almost everything. It's at the core of every marketing campaign. You know, Be happier if you use our product. It's pretty much at the core of everything because happiness is a state. It's in our declaration, the pursuit of happiness. It it is truly something that's been on the minds of Americans since we were founded. And I believe, you know, even cave people knew when they were happy, when they were fed, when they had lodging, uh, you know, when they weren't at war with other tribes. So happiness is universal in terms of feeling it. Every human and animal has the ability to feel happiness, at least most. Uh, Some people are never happy, as you know, no matter what you do. They just want to be miserable. Uh, But... There is an, a happiness index, and it does take into account mental health, access to food, obesity rates, drug addiction rates, all because happy rats don't medicate, uh, all of these different things. And so I was looking at the top 10 unhappiest states here on my little notes, and I noticed something that wasn't mentioned in either article about, about these stories. And it's, it's a glaring omission, actually. Uh, and so here they are. We'll start at number ten. The the ten least happy state uh, is Oklahoma. Uh, number nine is New Mexico. Number eight is Alaska. Number seven is Mississippi. Number six is Alabama. Number five is Kentucky. Number four is Arkansas or Arkansas. Number three is the great state of Tennessee. Number two is Louisiana, and number one, the most unhappy state in the union is West Virginia. What do all those states have in common, outside of most of them being in the South? What what do they have in common? Anyone? They're red states. They are states that primarily vote for the GOP. And I have long maintained that the GOP is possibly the most unhappy party that there is. They're also very religious states. Religious people that belong to the GOP are the most unhappy people around. They are miserable. Donald Trump is miserable. Just look at him. He never shows happiness. The man is always miserable, always complaining, always got a problem. Every GOP senator, always miserable, always complaining, always got a problem. What are they trying to do now? Impeach the leader of the Department of Homeland Security. Why? They don't like the way he's handled the border. It's the first cabinet impeachment in 150 years. And trust me, there are a lot of people in the cabinet that should be impeached. Most of them members of the GOP. There are Congress people and Supreme Court judges that should be impeached. Congress can impeach a Supreme Court judge. There's a lot of people that that should be thrown out. Mayorkas, not one of them. Because the border isn't a fucking problem. Say it with me over and over again until you and everyone believes it. Illegal immigration is not a problem in the United States. Donald Trump is going to run on it. It is not a problem. They are not draining our system. They are not invading our neighborhoods. They are not causing you any problem whatsoever because your government has enough resources to handle them and handle you. It just doesn't. It makes you think that they are a problem. They're not. They're not taking anything from you. Not one illegal immigrant is taking a job from you. Not one. And they pay far more into Social Security and into taxes that they never get back because they don't file. They actually are helping seniors today by paying into the Social Security system because they're actually working. Illegal immigrants do nothing to harm you, and there is not too many of them. There's only 14 million immigrants, you know, legal or otherwise, in the United States right now anyway. Out of 327 million people, that's not that many. So they're not a problem. And yet they're impeaching this guy. Why? Because they're unhappy. They're unhappy about everything. They don't know how to be happy. They are only happy when they are fucking you or fucking me over. That's when they're happiest. What makes them happy is power and wealth. And that's it. And as we all know, power and wealth don't really make you happy. Some of the most unhappy people in the world. Look at Elon Musk. What a miserable human being. You know, they're, they're, the GOP is the unhappy—I don't know why it's called a grand old party. Ain't no party being a member of it. It's a most sourpuss party. They're unhappy. They're unhappy people. And religious people are unhappy people. Why? Because they have to run around all day long judging people and hating people. Because they have to get into everybody's business. Trans, gay, bi, you know, people that want abortions. They're so busy tending everybody's business, being so upset about it, they ain't minding their own, and they're forgetting that they ain't happy. These states also have the highest drug abuse, opioid use, obesity. These are unhappy people, child. And wouldn't you be unhappy if you had to be a member of the GOP? Wouldn't you be unhappy if you had to follow Donald Trump, honey? You cannot be happy if you follow a Smurf a lying rapist smurf. You cannot be happy if that's your hero. If your hero is a giant orange fat 70 plus year old smurf who rapes and frauds and does everything else, then you ain't a happy person. And so it appears that most of the of the red states, West Virginia, Louisiana, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, Alaska, New Mexico and Oklahoma, they're miserable. They're miserable people. Why do you think I don't like going to those states? The people, and misery just loves company. They like to make, see, that's the problem with the GOP. They are so miserable. They like to make everybody else just as unhappy as they are. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I like being happy. I do. I know you don't mind. I think I don't. I, you know what? That's why I want to get back involved in a project like Vegan in Vegas. I'm so happy when, I involve, when I'm involved in creating television. I am happy when I do that. I'm happy here when I'm in front of you doing a show. I love this. I'm happy. Ember is out there and she's pretty healthy. I'm happy. And I'm grateful and I'm so filled with gratitude. Every day I say thank you about 10,000 times for you, for my patrons at Patreon. You know, I gotta tell you, there's another reason to not move to a red state. You are going to be miserable. These people are miserable. And money, is one of the things that makes you miserable. I'm gonna tell you why that your city may be pricing you right out of it. And the entertainment industry is certain just pricing us right out of it. We'll talk about this when we come back. Don't forget, follow me on social media. It's all really Corell.
1: It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corel Cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel Cast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: By the way, if you're happy, you tend to live longer. You do. And we've we've done research on that. And the the, uh, countries with the highest life expectancy, not the United States. Our life expectancy here is 79 years. I got 18 years left, according to this. 79 years. But child, I got to tell you, other countries, happy countries, countries that also wage high or, or rank high in the World Happiness Index, because just like they rank our states, they also rank countries as to the happiest countries. And those countries have long life expectancies. The top five life expectancies in the world Hong Kong, 85 and 8.8 years. Macau, 85.51 years. Japan, uh, oh, we're going backwards, sorry. Uh, Singapore is number five. Singapore, 84.27. Singapore, 84.27 years. Switzerland, 84.38 years. Japan, 84.39 years. Macau, 85.51 years. And Hong Kong, 85.8 years, or six whole years longer than people in the United States. So on average, the life expectancies in the happiest countries around are five to seven years longer than the United States. Even though we spend more on health care than any other country in the industrialized world, We spend over $6 trillion a year, with a T, on healthcare in America, and yet we're unhappy, and we're unhealthy, and we're dying early. What does that tell you? The GOP. Yes, I blame the GOP for our life expectancy. I truly, truly do, because they have made everybody's life miserable for as long as I can remember, except the very wealthy. The very wealthy are very happy in every country. But outside of the very wealthy, they've made our lives miserable. And one of the ways is through the economy. Okay? There is not economic fairness. And I have watched a phenomenon happening here in Las Vegas over the last six years that is happening in your city too, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, in Seattle, in New York, in Houston, in Dallas, and just all across the country, wherever you might be. It's happening in your city. And that is your city is trying to price you out of it. First of all, rents, if you are a renter, I don't have to tell you that rents are out of control in every city, everywhere in America, just out of control. Number two, cost of groceries and cost of living. It's, just, it's out of control. You know, everything is so expensive. But here's the thing that's my pet peeve. I live in Las Vegas, which has become an entertainment capital of the world. The Super Bowl is going to be here in just three weeks, and the eyes of the world will be on Las Vegas. If you want to attend the Super Bowl, I posted this on my social media. If you're not following me at Really on threads on Instagram and YouTube, please do. I need the numbers to come up. Please go follow me on threads on Instagram, and on YouTube at really, R-E-A-L-L-Y, Karell, K-A-R-E-L. So Super Bowl tickets, right now, and I posted up the screenshot yesterday of Ticketmaster, right now, the cheapest seat in Allegiant Stadium, which holds 65,000 people, the cheapest seat to be way up top, $8,500 a person. Or $17,000 for two tickets. The cheapest. I'm not making this up. You can. I'll post it again on social media. You can go see the images there. Okay? To be down in the middle sections on the main level starts at $25,000. And to be on the bottom section and to be near the field, $55,000 to $60,000 a ticket. I am not making this up. You can go to Ticketmaster right now and look at this. You can go to my social media and look at the screen captures. Fifty five dollars to $65,000 a person to be on the ground. The middle level, anywhere from twenty five dollars to forty five, dollars And to be up top in the very back row, $8,500, to be up top down further. $15,000. I don't care unless you're one of the 12% in America, which is like 40 million people. But unless you're one of the 12% with a net worth of more than a million dollars or an income higher than $200,000 a year, and there's 12% who are, then guess what? You can't afford that. Parking starts at $100 a car. That's starting. It goes all the way up to five. dollars Hundred dollars to park your car. I'm not making this up. But it doesn't stop there. Adele tickets, 500 to $10,000. Madonna tickets, 500 to $20,000. And this isn't just in Las Vegas. Even cheap tickets, what's considered cheap tickets, are now $250. Broadway shows. I was going to go see Funny Girl at the Smith Center since I can't seem to get on their media list. Uh, you know, and Funny Girl at the Smith Center to sit anywhere in a decent seat, $180 per person. So that's $360 for tickets plus parking and maybe dinner, a $500 night to go to the theater. Luckily, I've been to more theater than most humans will ever go. And if I don't go ever again, well, I've, you know, I've had my fill of theater. You can't afford this. You can't afford your city, and you can't afford to do, now you're all going to say, there's lots of free things, and there's free things here in Vegas. Red Rock is one of the best things to do here. It's free. You know, Valley of Fire, $10, great fun. But to do these big, you know, to go see a pop star that you like, we all like to go to concerts, whether it's classical concerts or pop stars or whatever, even acts that are 20 and 30 years old are getting anywhere from 150 on up a ticket. You can't afford that. Parking and food. Food! So many of you have told me, I used to eat out two, three, four times a week. My friend Sherry over at the park with her dog Mochi, she just said she can't remember the last time they went to dinner. The the woman that runs No Butcher, we were talking about this, she said her and her husband went to breakfast the other day at just like one of these diner but i think it was baby stacks cafe or something and for the two of them to have breakfast at this cafe was 71 dollars with tax and tip and all of it for breakfast for two people at a diner you know part of the happiness that we talked about in the first segment is the ability to enjoy your life and yes going out to dinner with friends or just yourself taking yourself to lunch you know I don't deal with Starbucks or coffee houses or anything like that. But if it makes you happy every day to go and get yourself a latte or whatever, you should be able to do that. You work or you're retired and you did work. Or maybe you're on disability and you should be cared for. Because in this country, disability or Social Security, that means poverty. That means like you never get to go do any of those things. You're not worthy. You're disabled. You know? Social Security disability is two grand a month if you're lucky. If you're lucky, live on 24 grand a year. Go ahead. That's what I get. I get $2,100 a month from Social Security and I get $1,500 from AFTRA, uh, SAG AFTRA disability pension. That's $3,600 a month or about $40,000 a year. That's what I live on. Add in the Patreon, which is about mm, $8,400 a year, and I'm I'm up to about $48,000 a year. Or about $3,800 a month. And in today's world, that's just, you know, it's just nearly impossible. So your city is pricing you right out of it. You can't afford to buy. I can't even afford to buy a new place in Las Vegas. I'd love to move to a place with more amenities. There's a gay and lesbian 55 and over community in Palm Springs. And you know what? It sounds like I would like it. But you can only rent rent. And they start at $3,000 a month. Well, if I'm only making 48000 a year, I can't give 36000 a year to a landlord. So that's out of reach for me. Something that Correll, the groundbreaking gay entertainer, it should be a no-brainer that I live in a 55 and over LGBTQ community in Palm Springs. Can't afford it. You know, I could sell the house, walk away with a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's going to last, what, four years? So can't do that. Your city, I'd like to hear from you. What have you given up? What can you no longer afford? Because it's just unaffordable. Concerts, going out to restaurants, amusement parks. Oh, God, don't get me started on those. $200 to get into Disneyland. $200. That mouse You're ought to be not
1: embarrassed. daily, You're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Cast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: Oh it is the Corral cast. Pop's biggest night oh yes it's coming right out of this speaker right here if you can hear it. can you hear it? It was pop's biggest night. never have more pop stars been assembled. Netflix has made a documentary about it and it all was to do one song When we a certain when the world must come together as well. Oh yes. There are people dying, and it's time to make a change. Lend a hand to life, the greatest gift of all. All these pop stars. We can't go on, pretending day by day. Country artist, even. Jeffrey Osborne right here is Jeffrey Osborne. Oh, sing it, girl. That's Tina Turner, honey. You know love is all we need. Come on, Michael. Come on. Oh, my God. Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, oh, my God. Dionne Warwick about to bust in. Oh, lend him your heart. Go, Dionne, go. Oh my god, I want I want to just let it all play. I'm getting chills. I'm getting goosebumps. Go Bruce. We are the children. We are the one
1: to make a brighter day. So let's not oh, we
0: we make a day. Oh my god, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Come on. Done enough, no at all. Yes. You believe, Sing, Cyndi Lauper. Go, Cyndi, go. Bonnie Tyler. Oh my God. Okay. 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 I really am going to cry because I was there. Okay. I was on assignment for the RB report or something. We had all just done uh, the American Music Awards backstage, and everybody was being shuttled over to AM Studios on La Brea uh, to do this recording session. Now, I'm going to prove to you right now I'm opening this bag. This bag has not been opened since 1985. And that's the truth. Uh, here we have, right here, a USA for Africa t-shirt that I got that night. And down here at the bottom, it's very it's 35, 40 years old. But down there at the bottom, you can't really see it, but it's there. Right there, it's right there. It's signed by Quincy Jones. Uh, and I was there. I wore this t-shirt. I was a medium at the time. Uh, And here it is, this USA for Africa t-shirt from Pop's Greatest Night, which is a new documentary on Netflix. And I got to tell you, that night, holy shit. First of all, a lot of celebrities like Cyndi Lauper wasn't going to come. They were having a debate whether it should be Madonna or Cyndi Lauper. Sheila E. became heartbroken when she found out they only invited her because they thought she could get Prince to come. I knew this was happening because Ken Cragen, who managed Kenny Rogers and many others, I had come across him in a few interviews. And we I don't want to say we were friends, but you know we didn't like hang out. But we were professional associates. And he told me that this was going to happen. Now, Bob Geldof, who was the lead singer of the Boomtown Rats, had done the Do They Know It's Christmas. Feed the world. That was called Band-Aid. Uh, and you all know that song. And so Harry Belafonte uh, and Ken Cragen got together and they wanted to do something like that in America for the starving people in Somalia. Uh, Although, as my new friend, Marsha Warfield said, send them some dry fucking wheat. (laughs) They're in the middle of a desert. ain't got no water. Uh, But anyway, so getting all of these pop stars and their egos in one place was an enormous task. Okay. Now, Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie wrote the song at Michael's house, and they kept being interrupted by Bubbles, the chimp, and others, and Michael didn't want to sing on the song. He thought he had been overexposed since 1985, he was everywhere, and he thought, you know what, I'm overexposed, I don't, you know, I don't want to, I'll write it, but I don't want to sing on it. Of course, they got him to sing on it. Stevie Wonder was singing parts of it in Swahili, and Merle Haggard left. Merle Haggard got all upset about that African Inbutu language, and off he went uh, and then they told Stevie that they don't speak Swahili in Somalia, so they took that part off the song. There were fights—I mean, fights, screaming, yelling, fights between these big artists. I sort of hit out, and I have photos of all of this because I was there as a photographer, and I was—I have photos, and I'm, I was sitting in the corner of the room watching. These enormous clash of the titans, you know, screaming, and, and yet some of the biggest stars like Bruce Springsteen and others, they, you know, Bette Midler. I can't even go over how many. There was literally almost a hundred pop stars there, uh, and you know, they were learning the song that night. It was actually being written, you know, that night, and so they weren't all rehearsed. It was it was quite a night. They had to rehearse it, learn it, record it, and do all the leads. All in like a fourteen-hour period of time. I don't think it could happen today. I don't. The money went to raise uh, the money raised went to the Somalia Somalia relief effort. The same sort of band aid and this raised lots of money to send wheat. Wheat is necessity. You know, you got to make bread. You gotta you gotta have wheat. And so, even though Marshall Warfield joked about dry fucking wheat in the desert, wheat is the foundation of so much food. In Gaza right now, they're begging for wheat. And so here we were at the Charlie Chaplin stage uh, at A&M Studios, named after that because it was where Chaplin shot all of his movies. He just didn't have a roof on the stage. And they, when, a- when it became A&M Records, they put a roof on it. It's now the Jim Henson Studios. And here we were with all of these pop stars. Some of them just... Diana Ross cried. She cried when it was over. She sat there in tears because she said it was just too beautiful, that it, she didn't want it to end. She stuck around. She stuck around for the media interviews. You know, because she just didn't want it to end. You see, sometimes big stars can do good. So remember, we are the world. Watch it on Netflix and do some good. I am Carell. Be who you want to be. It's long, don't hurt anybody. But in the spirit of we are the world, do some good in your community. Donate to something. Give someone some food. Hey, Give a homeless it's person something. Ever and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you, there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really That's youtube.com forward slash ReallyCorrel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.